Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The Collab. We are a collective of brand professionals sharing our career stories. Every week, we pair up two members and they interview each other, so you'll get to hear one episode this week and one next week. We're heading into our third year of The Collab, and you can join us too. Sign up at jointhecollab.com and then tell your story. Hi, everyone. My name is Stephanie Davila, and I'm a creative director of copy and content working in the fashion retail space. I'm so excited to be here with my former colleague and creative peer, Kamara Mitchell. Let me tell you a little bit about Kamara before we dive in. She is an award-winning creative director, brand strategist, art director, and designer with extensive experience working with brands on the agency side, at design firms, and in-house. She was most recently the creative director of Key Australia and before that at Banana Republic and Gap. She's also worked for brands such as Stanford Graduate School of Business, Levi's, McAfee, Adobe, SEPTA, and Wells Fargo. On top of that, she is also a content creator and her blog and brand collaborations have been featured in Porter Magazine, Who, What, Where, and the San Francisco Chronicle. Hi, Kamara. Welcome to the CoLab podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So excited to chat with you. You too. So it's been a minute. So you and I first met at Banana Republic. We were working together indirectly. And so I feel like I know you a little bit, but I'm really excited to reconnect and hear more about your story and what you've been up to. So let's start at the very beginning. Where did you grow up and where did you go to school? Yeah, let's let's get into it. I grew up in Philadelphia, sort of the, the Will Smith from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, West Philadelphia, born and raised. And I went to high school and college in New Jersey. My original college major was civil engineering and urban planning, which is quite different from what I currently do. My parents urged me when I was younger to be artistic, like they took me to art classes and things like that. But once it came to going to college, it was all very much about majoring in something practical, like business or medicine or law. And since I had always been obsessed with cities and spent a lot of time in cities, I decided to go the engineering and urban planning route. And then through some of the classes that I took and one of my mentors was when I transitioned into studying communications and advertising. Yeah, kind of a a winding road to where I am now. Oh my goodness. It sounds that way. And so how did you find your way into fashion then? So fashion was always something I was interested in. I have relatives that live in New York. My aunt growing up was a model and an actress. And so over the summers, I would spend a few weeks with her in New York and she would take me to amazing vintage stores or I would read her magazines or we would just go shopping on Fifth Avenue. And I just always had been interested in fashion. And also as a teen, I did work in fashion in that time-honored job of working at a mall. <laughs> I, I worked at an Esprit shop within a shop at a Macy's. And then I also worked at the Gap when I was in college. But when it came to working in fashion, I always thought it was, 
it required connections or you needed to be know a friend of a friend or know somebody like a family connection or something like that. It seemed like a very elite field to work in. And there also weren't many, hardly any people of color working that were on the mastheads of, of magazines and at, at fashion brands. So I especially loved you know, the retail space and at The Gap, I always loved when people from headquarters would come to our store and I would just ask them a ton of questions. And I just remember saying to myself, you know, someday I would love to work at Gap Corporate. Oh my gosh. And then it came full circle. <laughs> it did. It did. That's amazing. I just got goosebumps. So tell me a little bit more. Let's back up to you kind of starting your career and that trajectory and what that looked like for you. Yeah. So like I said, two years, I was a civil engineering, urban planning. The summer between my sophomore year and my junior year, I actually went to Parsons for a six-week summer intensive program in communication design. And that's where I really discovered graphic design and what communication design was. Because again, growing up, I loved magazines. I used to tear magazine ads out and put them on my wall, but I just never understood what it was or didn't know what it was called or how you even got started in that. And so that summer program at Parsons really opened my eyes we got to work on projects. We got to tour photography studios and advertising agencies and design firms and just really learning a lot broadly about the communication design industry, markups on tissue paper and sketches and things like that. And so they looked at me and they said, oh, well, you know how to do this on the computer. So they would just give me all kinds of projects, whether it was translating a design from a sketch to something like Illustrator or researching photographers for a shoot, working on pitches. And I just really got to learn the ins and outs of what it's like to work at an agency. There's definitely a little bit of what you see on Mad Men on there. And then from there, started working at other agencies in the Philadelphia area before moving to San Francisco. And I stayed on the agency side when I first got here. But again, being in San Francisco, my history with The Gap, it was still always a goal to somehow end up there. Yeah. And what did that look like? So it sounds like, you know, you really got started in, in Philly and then made your way out west. What made you decide to to make that move? Again, I felt like my education on the on the advertising side was only going to take me so far. And so I decided to go to graduate school and study more graphic design. And so that's what brought me to San Francisco is going to graduate school. I was working at the time, so I was working working full-time and kind of going to school full-time or part-time, which was definitely a lot, would not recommend. But it was very cool to be going to school and being taught by people who were actually working in the industry or had worked in the industry. Some of my professors had worked at places like Smith & Hawken and Nike 
and on the agency side at Pentagram and Landor. So really just getting to learn more about the design side and what that looks like, what what it looks like to be an art director, or to, to work on photo shoots, things like that. But again, when I first got here, I was still on the agency side. And then I transitioned to working more at design studios and design firms. And from there, I started freelancing. And I was actually freelancing for an agency that was doing work for Gap. And at the time I had already interviewed, I think for three jobs at the gap and had not gotten them (laughs) and was definitely getting a little bit frustrated and feeling like, okay, maybe this isn't going to happen. But again, serendipitously, I was freelancing for this company and doing freelance work for the gap. And the person that I was working with told me that they actually wanted to build out their in-house team more. And was I interested? Yes. And I said, absolutely. (laughs) So I interviewed for the job. It was quite the interview. I met with six people, but when I got that call, I was just so, so excited. And I remember my first day walking into the Gap office and Ziggy, who is the giraffe from Banana Republic back in the day, used to be in the lobby. I'm sure you remember Ziggy. (laughs) Oh yeah, the mascot. (laughs) Ziggy is like a a 12 foot giraffe that is in the middle of our lobby. And I- Life-size, yes. Yeah, life-size giraffe. And I remember walking through those doors and I just, I was just so excited to finally be there. And that it was a really a dream realized. It's definitely up there in terms of my one of my proudest moments. I really think if I if I really think about what I'm proud of, I would say it is my tenacity and my flexibility. I did not come upon this path the straightforward way. You know, I didn't necessarily live in New York and kind of just immediately fall into this world. And so having shifted majors, working on an agency side, then changing to the design firms, then making the move to the client side was not easy. Companies want people that have experience in fashion and retail. And so it's like, how are you going to get experience in fashion and retail unless somebody gives you a shot? And so I'm just proud of myself for continuing to push through and to be flexible and to take on opportunities that may not on the surface seem like they're going to get me to where I want to go. But in the end, you know, things just, they have a way to work out. And, you know, from my job at The Gap and Banana Republic, I felt like I've learned so much about other things to build on to what I know about working in advertising, in design firms, about graphic design, all of those things. That's so, so amazing. I love that. And what would you say, I mean, was that your proudest moment in your career so far? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I grew up playing sports and a lot of playing sports is also, you know, you're on a team 
there's always, you know, a captain or a leader of a team. And many times I kind of took that role on. And so again, that experience along with just watching and observing and noting what some of the managers that I've had, the skills that they've used and implemented, I'm taking and learning more about that. So yeah, it's definitely something that I want to pass on to the next generation because I know that when I was coming up, there wasn't there wasn't somebody there that I could look to. Absolutely. And even, you know, managing teams, I know that when we both worked at Banana, we both oversaw teams. And, you know, I feel like that's a moment where you can also take some of your insights and and mentor and help the, the younger set as well. And what would you tell your younger self? I would definitely tell my younger self to have more confidence in myself and the confidence to make, make connections and to collaborate with other creatives, especially collaboratives, creatives of color. I think the world today with Instagram and social media, it's so easy. Like people send me DMs and want to reach out and talk. And I think about myself back in the day, I don't think I necessarily had that confidence to just reach out to somebody and ask like, hey, can I just talk to you about what you do? So I would say probably that I wish I had a little bit more confidence in myself. I love that so much. And that that's a great segue. You brought up, you know, reaching out on Instagram and whatnot. So your kind of side hustle, if you will, is you run a blog. I really want to hear a little bit more about that and how it plays into your career as well. Yeah. So I actually started my blog when I was in graduate school. My graduate thesis was a fashion magazine for women of color. And my, the head of my department suggested that I start a blog to help with my writing. And my first question was, I don't even know what a blog is. <laughs> so I went to Blogger, I picked out a name, and I sort of started writing. And originally, it was not about me personally. It was more about like fashion show reviews and what was happening in the industry and store openings, retail change. And then as I started going to more events and people were complimenting me on my style, it sort of segued into more about my personal style. But the reason I really had kept with it was because most of the brands that I was working with in my day job were not in fashion. So this was sort of my creative outlet to be in the fashion space, even though I wasn't working in the fashion space. But it was interesting because once I did start working at Gap and Banana Republic and we started working more with influencers, then I could bring my knowledge of what it's like to be with be an influencer, what it, types of you know requirements brands are asking for, what is pay like, and you know really helping marketing teams and social media managers find the best influencers for the projects that we were working on. So it's actually been kind of interesting to see those worlds collide a lot more. Absolutely. You were, you were an OG. You were, (laughs) I love that. And so now what, what, what are you currently working on? What's next for you professionally? Yes, I'm still 
loving doing my day job and also my my side job, I would say what's next for me is to try more new things, especially when it comes to creative direction and also when it comes to being a content creator. Recently, I feel like there's been much more focus on content creators that are over 40, which I love to see. And so I really want to flex some of my creative muscles and collaborate with some new photographers and just try some new things when it comes to what that looks like on the content creator side. And then also, you know, work with different people when it comes to my freelance, my freelance clients. That's amazing. And just to go back on your comment about dressing the part, I will attest to the fact that you were definitely the most fashionable in the office every day at Gap. So that was always fun to see what you were going to wear each day. And so how can people connect with you and kind of follow along on your journey? Thank you. The best way is either on my website, which is kimaramitchell.com, and also on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Kim Air, K-I-M-A-I-R. But yeah, I mean, I post behind the scenes of work that I'm doing. I post my style. There's fashion commentary. There's a little bit of everything on there. I love it. Well, we will definitely, well, I already follow you, but everyone else out there listening, follow her. You'll love it. Well, thank you so much, Kamara. This was so fun chatting and learning a little bit more about your career journey. Thank you so much to the collab and everyone listening. It's been a pleasure. So thank you so much. Thank you, Stephanie. It was so great to chat with you. And thanks again to the collab. Thanks so much for being here for the Collab Career Stories podcast. Please follow us on social media at Join the Collab and sign up to become a member and share your story at jointhecollab.com.